Alan Smith hurt more because I idolised yeah. him. I fancied him. Me too. I sort of thought he was, he was everything I wanted in a man. And then he went to Manchester. And then Chloe Kelly scored in the 110th minute. And actually, I just cried. Right, yeah. I just, I just, like everybody else was like, oh, I'm getting emotional now. I'm just thinking about, <laughs> this is the maddest chat I've ever had. Hello, I'm David Vianic. And I'm Spex Gonzalez. And this is Stripped, brought to you by William Hill. In this show, we talk to celebrity guests as we get nostalgic looking back at retro football shirts that made us fall in love with the game. That's right, our guests pick four shirts that tell the story of their life. The first one, the haunted one, the unforgettable one, and the named one. Today's guest is a stand-up comedian. She's currently on a cross-country tour for her new show, Buzzed. And the hairstyle is the best we've ever had on the show. 100%. Alice Smith, don't laugh. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for... Maisie Adams! <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. I think this haircut is like if it, it answers the question, what would happen if Ronaldo, original Ronaldo, Brazilian Ronaldo, oh, wow. grew out that? Oh. Do you remember? That's a, that's a shout. Do you know what I mean? Yes. If he grew it out. Well, you know what? you got a bit of Stanford Hill about that. <laughs> There's a bit, you know, you got the side, the I'll side lines. The great hairstyle. Have I'll you got that. a name for this hairstyle? It's called a Chelsea cut, I Chelsea. believe. I need, I need that I, one. I can't say that because I, I don't like Chelsea. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm, I'm gauging from mm. the style. Is it mod? Yeah, I get mod, like a bit sort of modern mod, skin girl, like, yeah. yeah. Is that the way you went for, or did you just do yeah. it? I went for that and I got back to front Joe Exotic. <laughs> I thought that would be the same, because I, do you remember when I relaxed my hair? Yeah, I so I had, I had a little Did you, afro you relax it? I relaxed, I had it all going one way. Yeah. So I looked like Barry White, but I just didn't have the ponytail. No, But stop. yeah, I'm a, I'm, I always do different things And then did it all collect at the end yeah, here? Yeah, oh, I'll show you. It's, yeah. It's started to, it's started did to it look like, good? I look very good. But a lot of people said I looked like I was like Motown and... That's some, good though. Yeah, that's I my like thing. That. Yeah, that's yeah. my thing. But I don't think... There it is, look, there it is. There it is, right there. Oh, look at that. Amazing, it, yeah. amazing. It's cute. You know it looks good as well. You know it looks good. You're feeling it. I like that. Every time I used to talk, I used to, I used to do this when I used to talk. Yeah, people. So um, I used to love that. Yeah. Because yeah. he was getting ready to move to Essex. Yeah. So, so he was just kind of <laughs> yeah, adapting yeah, yeah. before because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Climatizing <laughs> the Essex. Culture. What do you do when you go to the barber? Do you just go like, yo? Just all off. All off. All off. Do you know what? It's I get a grade two. It's quite long at the moment. Yeah. Um, the first time, like after COVID, I had my first TV gig. And um, so normally, like, my boyfriend just does it at mm. home um, with the clippers. But I went, I was like, it's a TV gig. I should go get a professional doing it. Yeah. I went to this barber's in um, Brighton. And uh, I was like, just a grade two, please, all over. And he starts at the back. And I'm thinking, bloody hell, they're good. They, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like a lot coming off. <laughs> he comes around the side and I'm just seeing it drop. I said, what, what grade is that? And he literally stopped and he went, excuse my French, but he went, off. I forgot. And he hadn't put a guard on. He skinned me alive. I looked like Phil Mitchell from the back. <laughs> it was it was just bald scalp. Have you ever seen your own scalp? Yeah. Like, yeah. I can still, yeah, I've got a patch so I can see mine. Oh. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's harrowing. It's, it's, yeah, of course. Did you harrowing. pay? Did you still pay for it? No, he was like, you don't need to pay. I was like, too right, so I don't. So you still kept the Ronaldo sidelines. Yeah. yeah. Linesman. Yeah. Yeah, but then but it was just... like, it was bare skin. No, but it's cool though, because I feel like you could confuse people. Mm. Someone yeah. might see you from the side yeah, or the yeah. back and be like, oh. Mistaken identities. It's actually mm. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sick. 
You know what? Yeah, hairstyles like listen, they're key, man. I've had many trims. Yeah, oh, this... my God, I've had everything. You know what how... do you do? Yeah, I've got I've got really long hair. Yeah, it's like up to here now. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, I... Do you always wear it? I'll do it again. Yeah, do it again. Just do it. Here it's, we go. Slow motion. Yeah. There we go. Look at it's that. Long, we know in slow motion, yeah, please. Honestly. Slow mo, please, the cameraman. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is mad. But I do feel now like a born again Christian. Mm. Yes, yeah. I get a lot of that. Do you get a lot of Jesus? I, if I ever yeah. wear it down, last year Halloween I went as Jesus. Yeah, you got to. I feel like it's just my evolution to eventually starting a cult. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you do. Mm. You've got that vibe. And then when you wear it up, you definitely look like you have your own That's coffee amazing. shop. Yes, yeah, 100%. In Stoke Newington. Yep, yep. Yeah. Maisie, I have a feeling Eric Backer yes. has his hairstyle right now. <laughs> Eric Backer, he's a... He's a uh, what country was it? No, was it no? It was Eric Backer. I um, I Danish? No? It's, it's one of those Scandinavian... Scandinavian yeah. Country, yeah. But you know, it, it was close. I find it fascinating how much hair changes you. Like even now, mm. well, as I put it up, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a different person. Mm -hmm. When you have short hair, when you have a buzz cut, when yeah. you have the mod cut... That's why it's nice to have two. That's what I mean. You're, you're, you're Mix like and a, match. You are like... A hybrid Prius. That's it. That's what I asked for in the salon. You got gas <laughs> Can and I have electric. a hybrid Prius, please? <laughs> Should we go into a football spin? Of course, yeah. man. We could go for trims. We could go for trims for the Listen, whole show. That's why I love my intros, though, isn't it? It's yeah. Just, it's just organic. Anything goes. Of course. The first one. It's that shirt that made you fall in love with the game. And for Maisie, it's Leeds United 2000 to 2002. If you like a classic, clean looking top, this is it. Pure white, Nike logo, Leeds United badge, and Strongbow in the middle. This is a shirt from when Leeds were finishing in the top six in the Premier League and getting to Champions League semi-finals. I think it was the first one that I'd got myself. Mm. The first Leeds kit, like when I, so I was born in 94, mm. and I think that was when they were sponsored by Admiral, and there's like a photo of me in, I guess my dad's shirt, but it looks like, you know when babies get christened and they wear the, that long <laughs> white that dress? Yeah. It's like me and an Admiral Leeds <laughs> kit. But the first one I bought was this one, and mm. it was obviously like Strongbow were the sponsors. Uh, I had Mark Viduka's name oh, on my back. Hero. Legend. What a player. What a player. What a Absolute player. Absolute Leeds legend. Strong. Yeah. Like yeah. Good jawline. Yeah. yeah. And like that sort of proper like 90s, noughties player of built like an absolute unit. Yeah, yeah, but incre like the way he moved, they still post like old videos of him now, like the Leeds United account. And I, I could just watch him over and over and over again. Such a good player. And I loved watching him. Mm. I loved watching him. All my family are Leeds fans and, and watching Viduka play just felt special. There is something special about Leeds though, isn't it? I think even oh. the history, the turbulent history of Leeds. Yeah, I think so. And I think, I think that's why, I, obviously every fan says this about their own team, but for Leeds, like, it, I think it speaks to it that every player, wherever they've played, like still talks about, when you watch the pundits now and they talk about Ellen Road and they'll go, I remember it was always a scary place to go to. Mm. It's, it's, it's a very specific atmosphere, I think. Mm. Um, and Leeds fans are very sort of cult-like almost, mm. but it, it feels like a sort of big dysfunctional family and I guess you're right because of the, the the history the turbulent history it's quite I mean yeah. Leeds Leeds was definitely my team um, in the 2000s one player that I fell yeah. in love with yeah Michael Bridges oh honestly like you say these names and it just it brings back you can remember he? like I know he, just got <laughs> off. he hasn't got, he hasn't got Instagram you never see them you never see like 
There's some players, and you go, well, what happened? Yeah. What happened to them? Dominic Matteo? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I was at Ellen Road, and he was there, and I was like, oh, Dominic Matteo, like, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Same hairstyle? Yeah, exactly, like, 100%. Oh. He was there, and it was, like, Paul Reaney as well, who's obviously, oh, like, old-school, like, legend. And it was like, yeah, just... There was yeah, one player so on, my, on my game who was like, he was a cheat. If you bought him for like three hundred thousand pounds, he would end up costing about twenty mil. Who's that? Yeboah. Not your not your boa, legend though, but uh, Harper Singh. Harper. Oh. Do you remember him? Like he, that? I've not heard that name so for he was, years. I'm I'm sure he was the one of the first Asian wingers, right? Yeah. Um, and he was he came from the Leeds Academy. Yeah, did he? Yeah. He came through for the uh, academy. I'm sure he came with James. Come through with Milner, but again, that Leeds team from the early two thousands. I mean, yeah, we still good old we days, still, We still claim all the credit for Milner, even oh, to this day. But I want to talk about I want to talk about Lee Boyer though. Yeah, go on. The machine. The machine. Would you say he was the best English centre midfielder at the time? Next level. Better than Beckham, maybe. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, like you could say, you could say, but like this is. Football has this weird thing, doesn't it, where like certain players just remain forever a sort of stalwart of the game, and Beckham is that. And I, I'm not Beckham's a fantastic player, but he is. People go as the go-to for him for the for 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 that accolade. But it, it could be, it, it it could be Boyer. Who do you think when you think when you think Leeds and when you first like? I wouldn't think Boyer. I would think. Harry Kuehl. Harry oh, Kuehl. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, we, we can't talk about Harry Kuehl <laughs> with the whole Galatasaray thing. Oh, yeah. He moved from Leeds to Galatasaray yeah. and, like, um, there was really bad... Because of the beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, like, he he left. I mean, we had so many players kind of go to teams that, like, you, uh, we were like, that's a no-no. Harry Kuehl going to Galatasaray. But then we had Rio Ferdinand went to Actually, United. Alan Smith went to United. Mm. Like, there you was a that. lot of... That yeah. must have been a tough time. It's like... Seeing your, you know, you're in a relationship and then your ex just goes yeah. to your best, best friend. Yeah. <laughs> and those players, that's what I mean, at that time, it's and like, genuinely, Mark Viduka, like, you felt like this attack, I mean, he didn't, he didn't do us dirty, but like, he's still, we will still talk about Mark Viduka in the Leeds community as an absolute legend. Did, he you, was know, just did you know Mark Viduka and Modric were cousins? He's cousins with Luka Modric? Yeah. What? He's, he's, Viduka's Croatian ancestry. He's ethnic, ethnically Croatian. Yeah, I mean, it makes it, yeah, with a name like Viduka, I guess, yeah, so, but you yeah, just yeah. think he's an Aussie. That's yeah, crazy, though. You're Mark Viduka. Because a lot of uh, uh, Croats and mm. Balkan community in Australia, loads. Really? Yeah, they are. It's I know there's loads of Greeks in Australia, but I yeah, know Yeah, Croats, Serbs, mm. um, Greeks, and they have their own football-like leagues, and it's like Croatia, Wanderers, Sydney, and like Serbs, <gasps> Melbourne, no. Melbourne Serbs. Like, it's mad. Mark Viduka is... Yeah. That's blown my mind. This might be that. misinformation, but I believe it's true. It's, it's, true. Our, it's, it's true. It's true. It's true. We did our research. I yeah, love that. Research, yeah. I love and they that. play. What they a play. family. Exactly. They play like they've got similar technique. Yeah. Yeah. Different. Like, yeah. Similar technique. Yeah. Imagine being the third cousin in that family. Oh, that's no. pressure, right? Oh, that's that's yeah. hard. Yeah. And you just go into being like a software engineer. Well, I'm going to surprise you again. Guess who my cousin is? No, come on, who? Lucas Radaby. Are you for real? Honestly. Oh my God! What? You're, 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 you're sitting, you're looking at Lucas Fradiby's nephew. The only difference is I don't have the microphone haircut. <laughs> but where, you know where he, remember he, he had the Ronaldo first. Mm. But his one was more of a microphone. You know the thing that goes over the mic? Yeah, of course. He just had it right there. Okay. <laughs> Legend. Slope. That's my uncle. That's you, my cousin. You didn't want to get that? No, nah, no, nah, no way. Uh, I mean, my auntie did, but yeah. How's your cousin? From who? 
So he's uh, basically my mum's brother. Is it? Yeah. Lucas Radby. Your mum's brother? Yeah. That's your uncle? Is it? That's what I said. No, you said cousin. Oh, he said he's my uncle slash cousin. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, Hang yeah. on. Hang he on. told me we're cousins, didn't it? But if he's my mum's brother, my uncle. Sorry, in, in, in back in back in back where we're from. Yeah. It means we're cousins if he's my mum's okay. brother. Okay. I know what you mean because yeah. I say brother. Yeah. For my cousins. So he's my brother now. Is he my brother? <laughs> is he my brother, my uncle, my cousin? No, your cousin is your brother. You say brother, <laughs> brother from auntie, like your brother from your auntie. No. Yeah. So is he my brother, my uncle, my cousin? You don't say cousin. That, like, uh, he's your cousin, but you're calling him your uncle. You'd call him your brother. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Christmas Day is mad at yours, I bet. <laughs> what you, on Father's Day, what are you doing? Like, oh, you, don't, you don't get a card, you just get cousin which one card. Is? Yeah. Be like, who is it? Yeah. Uh, pick out of a hat like a Champions League draw. That's it, yeah. <laughs> she could pick a crouch it. <laughs> All right, one more. Okay, go on. Guess who my sister's married to? Oh, here we this, go. This is true. I don't this know about Reddit, yeah, but yeah. this one's definitely true. Olivier Decourt. Wait. Are you for real? <laughs> Is it a <laughs> no, come on. How, how did you think it was somebody different? No, we're playing with you, baby. We're playing, right, no more, no more. No, we're playing with you, yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> tell her who actually is footballer. No, but yeah, no, my cousin is married to Kim Richardson. But I wish it was all of you to call because I like to call. But it's Kim Richardson. There you go. Mm. Sometimes he lies. It's okay. Yeah. Just go, you guys rate him. It's not lying. You need to go on who do you think you are. <laughs> it would just be like a Hall of Fame of football. Legend. At least I'm bringing up legends, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, At least yeah. I'm bringing up Leeds yeah. legends. There's man. a story that uh, mm. I've heard about. Is obviously you're a passionate Leeds fan. Yeah. Primary school was was painful when when they got relegated. Oh god. What was that experience like of oh, your your favourite team going down? It's horrific. And and everybody at school was Leeds fans. Mm. So I can remember really clearly the Monday morning after we got relegated. Um, we'd have been in about year four or year five. Mm. So we were, you know, you're like nine years old. It's it's really heartbreaking. Ten mm. years old, maybe. Just after the BCG uh, vaccination. Oh, my God. That's it. That's <laughs> it. So it's already fresh. It's already a tough, <laughs> turbulent time. Um, but we came your into school. <laughs> we came into school, and our teacher at the time, she used to do this thing on a morning. She was quite hippie. She used to do this thing on a morning where you'd sit circle time, and you had to have this... She had, like, this toy skunk and you'd have to pass it round, and only you could speak when you had the skunk. Very hippie. But you'd have to go round and say what the best part of your weekend was and the worst part of your weekend was. Every Monday morning, you'd do it. And you'd say, oh, the best part, I went to David's birthday party. <laughs> and the worst part was... Duh, duh, duh. And on this Monday morning, everybody... It was like group therapy. Everybody was handing round this skunk and going... And the worst bit of my weekend was Leeds got relegated and then kid would start crying and have to pass the skunk along and then you'd get it and you'd try and say it. You'd be like, the best part was... And the worst part was Leeds got relegated again and just until there was a circle of kids just crying, holding a skunk. Yeah. Imagine that. The whole school was crying because of Leeds United. Well, like, it's in a big, bits. Yeah, it's a big deal because obviously the season before you had Barcelona come to Ellen Road, ah, you like know. how the mighty fall. Yeah, and then of course what went on after mm, that, just yeah, years just, of just... turbulence and financial, just an absolute mare. I don't know what you'd call it, an absolute show. 16 <laughs> years it took you. Yeah, 16, 16 years. years. And how Leeds is it that after 16 years, finally, the, the, the moment you get back into the Premier League, it's the year when none of the fans are allowed oh. to, oh, to be in the stadium. Oh, wow. Yeah. So when we got promoted, the scenes of like, 
Calvin Phillips and Bielsa and that lot and, and Ailing and they're all at Ellen Road. They've watched the, the game and, and we knew that we were going up again and we were back in the Premier League. And people flocked to Ellen Road, but we weren't... They're just waving from the windows. It was like, yeah, it was sort of... And tough, again, tough, because what you it? say about Leeds, like the fan culture the is so like, it's yeah, a proper yeah. one club city. Mm. So everybody in Leeds loves Leeds United. And of course, it's the year where we can't be with the players and we can't be in the ground together. It was, yeah, a weird, weird time. There's a certain spirit in Leeds. I'd love to go down one day and just, just check it out. Yeah. Have and you it, ever been to Ellen Road? I haven't. Never. Oh, we want it's a um, classic stadium, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And I, as I say, I know every... Every fan says this about their own team, but Ellen Road, it's a, it's a, it's a really distinctive atmosphere and, and a sort of baptism, baptism of fire, I guess, but it's, it's lovely. It's it, some of my favourite memories as a kid going to Ellen Road. It now. seems like the atmosphere hasn't changed since the early 2000s. No, and I, li I don't live in Leeds anymore. I live mm. down south. I moved to Brighton. Mm. And uh, I, I remember when I started going out with my boyfriend, like, he didn't know much about football um, and I got him into it. And so he's become a Leeds fan. And when we went back up north, I think for either a gig or I was visiting family, we went to a, a Leeds game. And I was like, you've not experienced football until you've gone to Ellen Road. <laughs> and he was like, this is my... Because we've gone to, like, Brighton games. And it's lovely. It's a great stadium. I really like the Brighton team. I've got a bit of a soft spot for them since moving. But, like, you go... So that you go to those games, it's fine. You go to Ellen Road, it's like <laughs> it's like you've just ramped up the volume, ramped up the atmosphere. It's I love it. Hopefully we'll stay up stay up this year. People ask me like about Jesse Marsh and I've been quite a like supporter of him. I quite like him. I, you know, I, I was sort of I think it was right when Bielsa went. I loved Bielsa, but we were playing wrong tactics, wrong players, tight squad, and the moment that you've not got Bamford or Rafinha was injured, like you, it would fall apart, and it's the same this year. The moment, the moment you've not got those key players, you you need to be able to have other options. And if you're just playing the same people, so Jesse Marsh, I wanna I wanna say he's got the answers, but I'm I'm worried for us for Leeds. You played yourself. I mean, you you had a chart at Leeds United. Yeah, I I played like I loved football as a kid, and mm. I played in sort of various like teams and I played at Harrogate Town, I played at county level and then I played for this team where Leeds United's like scouts had come over and sort of watch it and I got a trial at Leeds but that's as hard as it got, oh. that's as hard as it went, that's as hard as it what, went. What position? Well I played centre mid but I, I'm better on a wing, I'm fast right oh. so I can, I can, I like a number 10 position I think yeah. Yeah. I remember a bit of Milos Krasic. That's it. <laughs> you don't remember Milos Krasic? I don't remember Krasic, no. I, I, look Is it? Look I, Milos. I was all right, though. I was all right. And I still love playing it now. But, yeah, I played at, I played at Killing All Nomads, which is where Rachel Daly played Lioness. So, Ooh. yeah, and she got to play for Leeds United after. So Did that's the level you've got to be. Ooh, that's the you played together? Yeah, like very briefly. OK. Very briefly, but she was mad good. The Unforgettable One. It's the England women's shirt from the 1995 World Cup. This is mad, but basically it's the same one the men wore at Euro 96. If you look back at the pictures of the women, it looks like they've got rugby union shirts on. It's a classic though. Three lions, bang in the middle, umbro above. The fact that like you had to wear the bloke's kit and mm. you you what you look at them in these kits and they're like they are like parachutes, you know. <laughs> they are big. It's, it's so ridiculous. I, I picked it because obviously like it's first first kit of of 
of the women's to, to, to wear. But coming off the back of this Euros, this year, which I was in, I, I went to, because there was two games that were played at Brighton, so the 8-0 the against Norway. Spain, right? And the 2-1 against Spain, yeah. the quarterfinal. That was a good game. So good. And then I went to Wembley for the final. And I picked that kit because I, as much as I want to pick the kit from this year, it was so, like, and it was such a momentous year, of course, with winning the Euros. But the kit was so, I think they tried to do that, like, minimalist thing, just plain white, wasn't mm, really like, a shiny like badge. Any, a shiny badge, badge, but that was the most interesting thing about it. <laughs> shiny badge, yeah. And I just kind of, it was quite frustrating because you're like, you're trying to get more people into the women's game, you're trying to attract them. And I think kits are a great way of doing that. Look at us talking about them now. They, they stick in your head, they're, they're memorable. I don't think anybody will like, will remember, we will always remember the women's lionesses winning the Euros, but nobody, I don't think, will ever be like, and what a kit, and what a kit. <laughs> and I think that's a shame. I think when we talk about previous World Cups or Euro tournaments, we, we talk about, oh, that England kit, that was, that was a beautiful... Like, it was just so... And I wanted, to, I wanted to buy a kit to wear in the stands to be like, you know, so, so you're supporting them. You're not you're not splashing out seventy odd quid on essentially a plain white T-shirt. So this year you weren't impressed. However, I would even say there's, there's maybe a similar feedback for the men's kit. For yeah, the I don't like the men's Cup. ones for this it's, World Cup. It hasn't had good. Ah, feedback. it's not good. It looks like those ones you buy, like from knockoff stalls in the high street. Yeah, it looks a bit it? sad because it's got that like thing like that, like an over. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's not good. So are we saying we should go back to the parachutes then? I don't know. I don't want to say go back to the parachutes, but I think, like, at least the, the kit looked good, though. It was, a, it was yeah. quite a, a cool, iconic kit. I just think if we could have, <laughs> if we could have our own kit, but have it a little bit more interesting than a plain white tee. I always like the ones with a collar, you know? Yeah, the collar. I like, a, like the yeah. Umbro classics of yeah. the England's tee. Like, yeah, I like them. You know, bring a college shirt. Back. Did you like the uh, eighteen Russia World Cup kit? Sorry, Euros. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The last. Yes, Euros. with the with the like, it's a crew neck, but it was it was dark blue, wasn't like it? A navy, with the number here. Yeah, number here, red number. Yeah, I, I like that. Was that. I like that. That was sold out everywhere. I remember like uh, during the during, yeah. during the Euros. So I thought I thought the anyway. women's Euros would be like the okay. men's one. So I was expecting that, and then it was dead. I actually prefer the England's uh, women's Euro kit. Do you? To the men's World Cup one. World Cup. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. This World yeah. Cup one's dire. But I just think like, I I, I think kits play such a huge part 100%. of fan culture. Yeah. And when you're all you know mingling about before the game and stuff, it's quite cool. Like going, oh, you're in that kit. Oh, you're cool. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And nobody is ever going to be wearing the one from this. I don't think anyway. That 1995 then. Let's go back to 1995. Yeah, Do you yeah. remember anything from it? You been three nah, years I was old. born. I was born in 94. Well, you won. You won. Yeah. Oh, yeah, one year, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't remember wow. it. I don't remember it, but it looks nice. Yeah. It looks nice. And I, I think it's kind of funny that it's, well, not funny. I mean, it's, I think it's bad, but it's it shows how much the game has come along, the women's game, that we're no longer just having the men's team's shirts oh, in men's slimmer. sizes as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. men's sizes. you got girls running around in a XXL. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's bad. Since the kit's been changed, of course, with the women's, they've gone on to win. That's it, that's it. Euros. So maybe for their World Cup mm -hmm. next year, they'll have a proper... Mm. Oh, Do you know what I like? The, um, what, what kit was it? Was it the 06? 
World, World Cup in the men's game, where they started introducing them kits where you got a, um, a gold star mm, for like how many World Cups, Cups you've bought, yeah, uh, you've, yeah. you've won One, before. Yeah. Yeah. And there was like, obviously, Brazil's was like, Five. they look like <laughs> those people stars. in McDonald's that have got the badge <laughs> of all the stars there. That'd be cool if we, if for the, we could have something that showed that we'd won the Euros. Yeah. Just a, a low key. It's a good flex. idea, isn't it? I like it. But the women's game itself, it has grown a lot. Oh, I remember when I was younger, the first time I mm. got in touch with the women's game was seeing Rachel Yankee mm. in, my yeah. school, in my school canteen. Yeah. She was just there and I was like, yo. Really? You went to school? Wow. Well, she didn't go to school with me, like, oh. in, like in my class, but she was just like there to do something, I don't know, talk. That's or wicked. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, Rachel Yankee. It's amazing. It's and amazing. It's cool you think the... of like all of the players that have since, since kind of, you know, your Steph Hortons, your Kelly Smiths and your Alex Scotts, like they've, they've done so much that now with this team, they actually are celebrities in their own right, but like icons and people know them. I think, I don't think I've ever been so proud or emotional as that day in Wembley watching. I mean, it was so tense. It yeah, was so tense. You, did, when you, oh, you were there. Yeah. Did you like watching, was you thinking we ain't going to do it? It's, it's going to be like the men's Euros final. Well, this is it. We've yeah. come off the back of, of that, that final yeah. that had been heartbreaking. And um, again, also, you know, like be, with it being against Germany, with the history previously, you think like, oh, the, you know, the, the, they'll, they'll nab it. But it, the atmosphere was unreal. And we'd gone 1-0 up and then they'd equalised, hadn't they? And then it went to added extra time. Mm. And I was like, it's going to be penalties. It's going to be penalties. It's going to be like the men's final. Yeah. And we'll go, you know, we, we hadn't, and I didn't know how good we were at penalty. You know, we hadn't, we hadn't really been tested on that before. And uh, it was so tense. And I think when you've gone to extra time in the 90 minutes and then added extra time, I thought, and then Chloe Kelly scored in the 110th minute. And I remember that because she, she scored and then she was doing that sort of look around to check that it was not gone to VAR or whatever. And it got approved. And we went mad. And then it was just the remainder of that added extra time. And I thought, I kept watching the clock, kept doing that. And you could see the subs all in their purple vests getting ready to rush on, onto the, to the pitch. And I thought, the moment that whistle blows, I'm going to be like, <laughs> and actually the whistle blew. And I remember seeing like all of the subs rush the pitch. And actually, I just cried. Right, yeah. I just, I just... Like everybody else was like, oh, I'm getting emotional now. Just thinking about it. It was genuinely like amazing. It was. It meant so mm. much when you when you've watched football your whole life, and I think especially just being a woman and knowing how kind of sidelined the women's game is all the time. You know, historically and even even now, and and knowing that that was going to be something that changed that. I, I so thought I was going to go mad and actually the whistle blew and I just was like, oh, I mean, if you if you spend 120 minutes like that, <laughs> Tense. you don't know oh how your emotions God, are going to yeah. come out at the end of it. And it was just the best. I got so drunk that night. <laughs> so drunk. Box Only Park. Right. It was, <laughs> well, yeah, Box yeah. Park actually was popping yeah. off yeah. before the women's oh, game. Yeah, yeah. It was a fun tournament. I feel like it does. Seem it was a great like tournament, wasn't it? Got more yeah. popular, and the games are quite tense. I love the Spain exciting games. games. That two-one because they went up first, Ooh, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, 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 they went up first. And England just kept attacking. Yeah, the eight-nil against Norway was great because Norway are a good team as well. Wait, England beat Sweden as well, wasn't it? They beat yeah. Sweden. Yeah, yeah, that so was a tense goal. one. There was that, that was the the, the back heel goal. I remember the back heel goal. Alessia Russo. That yeah. was a banging goal. Yeah, that's that. Like I still think about that. Yeah, through the legs of the keeper and oh, the defender. It was, it was, um, yeah. I, I don't want to say like 
cheeky, but it, it was. It was like, oh, that's... Okay. You mentioned it earlier as well. You played with um, Rachel uh, Daly. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So she played great in, player. in the World mm -hmm. Cup. Great so player. And again, like, so she started at Leeds United, but then she spent most of her career in the States where the women's game is so much more champion, well, crucially, so much better funded. And I, I hope that that changes, that, you know, people see how great England were in the Euros and we have those better academies and we have that better funding and people can come up without having to up sticks and move over to the States just to do it. But Rachel Daly, fantastic player. Fantastic. She's moved back now. I think she's playing for Villa now. Yeah. And you only realised when you were watching the 2019 World Cup that you knew her. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. So that's Rachel. Oh. Hey. Yeah. I'm worried about Penn. Literally. Well, I was like... Penn was. I, like, she was kind of like on my radar as the player, like Rachel Daly, like Rachel Daly football player. And then when when you get these international tournaments, they start doing little profiles on the players, don't they, and going, oh, they, like Ellen White. There was a great story about Ellen White that they didn't have a women's football team where she grew up, so she just played with the boys. So, like, you're, you're learning about all of these different so players. Williams. And then it said, yeah, yeah. And then they said about Rachel, and, like, they said a few teams, they, they said about Leeds United. I was like, oh, Leeds United. And then they were like, and then growing up, she played for Killing All Nomads. And I was like, I played for Killing what? All Nomads. And I was like, oh, my God, Ra yeah, <laughs> Rachel from Killing All Nomads. Wow. That's now Rachel the Lioness. Incredible. So did you, was you like, oh, that... I remember she was that good. You know, like you remember those those really specific yeah. players. Someone that stands out. There was there was Rachel was brilliant, and then there used to be a girl called Paige who was a defender, um, who played for another team. I can't remember which team she played for, but like you you just remember even now I can still remember Paige, and she was, like you couldn't get past her. She was like a wall. Do you know what I mean? Right, like, you do absolute, remember them. She was built. She was like built proper like unit, and you couldn't get. And also. When she got it and she tried to boot it back up the field, everybody just cowered because it was like a cannon. It was absolutely. So from a young, you know it's a child you know prodigy. Child mm. prodigy. You know mm. the one. If she walked in now, I'd know her. And like Rachel Daly, again, like incredible head and shoulders above everybody else. That happened to me once as well. I, played, I used to put, when I used to go back to Serbia to play football. Yeah. This kid who was younger than us and he was small. Yeah. And he sort of had them footballers' legs already. You know when footballers have those yes. legs like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bow. The crescents. Yeah, the crescents. And he was just. Technique and all yeah. this guy's this kid's incredible. And then I remember watching under 19 World Cup. Um, I was watching Serbia Brazil the final. And Serbia wins, and there's this kid that goes down to his knees and he starts crying and he's like, And it's him. And I was like, he looks familiar. And I then I went back to say my cousin goes, Oh, he won the Euro. I was like, oh, the World Cup. I was like, he won oh he won the World Cup. No. So I played with this kid that's won an under 19 World Cup. When I remember when I was young, I was like, nah, he's a, he's amazing. They just stand it? out, don't they? I yeah, think yeah. You can, you can see just know, it. it. You can see it. So all yeah. these people, like, you only know, do like Project Mbappe mm -hmm. with their kids. Mm. If your kid don't stand out straight away, yeah, it's just not for him. My son better yeah. stand. He better stand out. You know, he's 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 he's, he's two. Okay. Uh, I want him to be a footballer. If he doesn't stand out, what are you gonna do? He has to be a chef or something. He has to yeah, <laughs> put him in the kitchen. Yeah, he has to be a chef. Yeah. You have to stand out. Your family history yeah. as well. Yeah, You're exactly. like the pressures on. The pressures on. Kim Richardson. Kim Richardson. Oliver Decourt. <laughs> I can't believe I believed you as your well. Cousin, no way! Your cousin brother, your cousin brother. Cousin brother, your cousin uncle. brother. The Haunted One. It's the shirt that brings back bad memories. And for Maisie, it's Manchester United 2004-2005. You know it. Pure red, with Vodafone in the middle, the Man United badge above. Alan Smith, first man to break my heart. 
Oh. Easily. I thought he was so beautiful. Me too. And um, cute, I, fa know. I fancy yeah. Alan Smith. It's the frosted situation, tips. yeah. Frosted oh. tips. Blue eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, that's 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 uh yeah, signed seal delivered for me. Um but he Leeds legend, loved loved him at Leeds and then we were like going through, you know, the, it was it was the beginning of the end, I think, of those those horrible times. And he he kept saying in interviews as well, I'm sticking with Leeds, I'm sticking with Leeds. <laughs> and then he went to United, like, sure, leave leave Leeds, but United. <clears throat> and it's only like years later that I actually found out that he like waved it's something like he waived his fee to help Leeds out, like financially, like the, the, the commission or whatever. There was something that he did that was a gesture to the club, but obviously I didn't know that at the time. The fans didn't know. I don't even think we cared about it at the time because ultimately you've gone and put on that red shirt in Manchester. Um, and watching him play at United just... It's like it was like watching your ex move on and going out with like a supermodel or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember. I remember like. But the supermodels are. I remember. <laughs> I remember Alan Smith being at my United, yeah, playing centre mid. Yeah. I was like, what? What's going on? Like, at Leeds, he was up yeah, front, yeah. banging goals. He goes man United, plays a few games up front, and then he, you got him in field slide tackling. Yeah, yeah. You just destroyed the kid. Yeah. I thought he had a weird time at Man United, didn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, weird. It was, yeah. weird. Yeah. it was strange. Yeah. And like this is I I feel this way a lot about when we get our really good players going to it. We were just kind of chatting about it of obviously recently we've lost Calvin Phillips. Gone to City. He's not even like getting on the pitch. <laughs> he's turning up and just sort of having a uh, having chilling. a good yeah, he's, he's just in watching. The collecting uh, collecting a bag. Yeah, might say. as well be in the might as well be in the box. Like <laughs> So you've got him, you've got Rafinha, has gone to Barcelona, which, like, I get it, of course you would. And he's at least getting minutes on the pitch. But, yeah, Alan Smith, similar thing. You're watching it and you're like, yeah, I get... For, like, taking out my personal feelings aside, you've gone to, what well, is that point, the big club. But they, they didn't utilise Maybe they're trying to be a PT. <laughs> so they're going in, fitness, free gym, I have to pay for membership and you get paid. <laughs> Just in it for the, just in it for the free gym. Just for the exercise. Yeah, the Ellen Road gym wasn't cutting it. <laughs> just, just, just going back to when he was at Leeds, because I, I felt like he came out of nowhere. Yeah. Did the city know that there's a kid called Alan Smith that's coming through that's going to be? I yeah, I I had no idea. Uh, yeah, just... Like my my early me my first memories of Alan Smith are when he was peak. Mm. Yeah. Hero. Played, yeah. I don't know where he. He just Google. came, out, sort of just came out of nowhere. Just came out of nowhere. Bright blonde boy. Yeah. Yeah. What about Bill Ferdinand? Because he, 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 he sat on his chair and he said that uh, he didn't want to leave, he really wanted to stay. We heard it was tricky for him. We yeah, heard he, he, was he had to sell I his bet, bar I bet. Leeds. Yeah, I bet. And, and knowing, I guess if you know as well that you're going to go to United right. and knowing how that's going to kick off. Oops. Do you know what I mean? He's got to have a little oops. I remember like when I was 19, I, was, I did like, you know, those Camp America things. Oh. And I went, to, I went to Heathrow Airport with Nashville. my mum and dad. They were going to wave us off. And... Uh, we're going through the like tunnel with the suitcases to get to the gate, and I was like, "That guy looks like Rio. Fer that guy is Rio Ferdinand." And we're all sort of doing this, and we're going, "It's Rio Ferdinand. It's Rio Ferdinand." And we were all, as Leeds fans, like, "I want to say hi because he's a legend, but also I want to go Rio. What the hell?" And have it out with him. What did you guys do? What did you decide? Well, of course, we're British, so we turned around and we're like, "Hi, Rio. Please, can we have a photo?" <laughs> and we were very, very nice. Um, but 
and then he went off and we were like, yeah. Judas. <laughs> so Rio or Alan Smith, which one hurt more? Alan Smith hurt more because I idolised yeah. him. I fancied him. Me too. I sort of thought he was, mm. he was everything I wanted in a man. He was beautiful. Was he was a great player. He was a Leeds legend. He spoke about Leeds like he would never betray us. I'm sticking with Leeds. I'm sticking with Leeds. I thought he was the the man of my dreams. It's and then he went to Manchester. Oh, yeah. He gaslighted you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And he just left. Yeah. That is sad. Honestly, I cried so much when he went to Man U. So I, when you asked me to pick a shirt that I could never wear, I think even now a Leeds shirt with Smith on the back, I'd feel just a bit, it'd be bittersweet. It'd be bittersweet, but I'm never wearing a Manchester United shirt and with Smith on the back. Yeah. No. Have oh, you ever Smith. been to a Leeds United game? Have you, you're a season ticket yeah, holder. I've been, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're season ticket holders. Um, all our family. When I was a kid, go to loads of le like games at Ellen Road. Um, it's trickier <laughs> to go now. I, I live in Brighton, obviously. Mm. But when I can go, I'm I'm back there straight away. Straight yeah. into the ground. Well, what's it like? Is it is it very like tense? Yeah. Knowing that Man United have taken you know Rio, Alan Smith. Oh yeah. If we're playing United, it's it. it oh, it's to do that it, one day. Yeah. It's. Uh, Leeds United. Honestly, like you gotta go. You gotta go. Like... What's that like though? What's that like? So at least man, I must feel like going to your ex's wedding, I'd say. Ex yeah. 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 Feels yeah. more, yeah, inappropriate. Like inappropriate. you've got the gaming chair underneath yeah. the bunk bed and they're upstairs. Yeah, like they're yeah. It's, yeah. it's a bunk bed. And you've got to send emails. Yeah. 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 That's exactly it. That's exactly that it. That Argos bunk tense. bed. Everybody wanted that, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. And it's creaking. Oh, and you're it's just like, I have to send these emails. Yes. Yeah. Mm. It's horrific. <laughs> well, but she horrific. loves him, not me. I uh, I was a lot like Leeds Manchester United always a tense fixture obviously, but the one I wasn't allowed to go to as a kid was Leeds Millwall. Oh, I was never allowed to go Leeds Millwall. I thought you were saying Leeds Bradford. <laughs> Leeds nah. Millwall. Leeds Millwall. Just nice to think about it. Because the fans, fans, like the the fights would be. Next. be They'd fights. wait for you in the tunnels. You know the tunnels outside mm. Millwall's ground. They'd wait for you. Mil it was horrible stories I about. Fight, I've got so. a close friend who's a Millwall fan and he goes games and he likes to do that stuff. Yeah. And he said to me that when it gets to the 89th minute of a game at the Den, they sing, you're going to run in a minute, run in a minute. Yeah. You're gonna, and they've like, got that wow. eerie chant that goes, yeah. me, me, I love that. Me, they don't even end the sentence. It's just me. Horrible. So your mum was like, no. No. Oh. Un understandably. Yeah, I was like, I was never allowed to go to Leeds, but could do Leeds Chelsea. Obviously, they don't get on Leeds, Un Leeds and Man United, but Leeds Millwall. That was the one where it was like, nope. Have you ever been to a Leeds Burnley game? No, no. Okay. I've never been Turf Moor. I want to know. If, I want to know if, I, if, if Burnley have got a, a little firm or a little, you know. Yeah. I've just, I've just joined them. Really? Yeah. He went on. He's permanent transfer. Permanent transfer. Ah, yeah. okay. I might go, I might go. Actually, I'm I can't. I'm I've never been Turf Moor. Yeah. Never, never. Turf Moor, like, Burnley fascinates me. Yeah. yeah. I've always, like, made this comparison with, like, mm -hmm. Mordor and Burnley. <laughs> I can imagine it sort of, you know, going through, like, the dark nights and all these, like... I think a lot of people think of Burnley like that, I think. Also, with Sean Dyche when he was there, like, that, it, it felt quite... The name, Sean yeah. Dyche. He was a, I'm he, Sean Dyche in the fourth yeah. night. That's it, that's it. <laughs> Welcome to Burnley. It's like, yeah, he's the Gandalf yeah. of Burnley. Yeah. And to get into the stadium, you got to open that big, big, big wooden door, doors. Door. It goes, 
You shall not pass. Yeah. 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 It's mental over there. Yeah. And there's no electricity. It's all candles. No hot water. Yeah. Oh man. And it's magic as well. It's bare magic. I'd like fairies. to go actually. I'd like to go. I'm going. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. Well, I'm gonna try. The named one. It's the iconic player you'd have on the back of your shirt. We're going back to the 2006 World Cup and France. A beautiful shirt. The French blue with the colours of the tricolore on the shoulders down the sleeves. The French badge with FFF and the Gallic rooster. Plus the Adidas logo in the middle. And the player? Zinedine Zidane. That World Cup, um, every like school assembly that we'd come into, our head teacher would be like, I mean, he was obsessed with France. He was really like, he just loved French culture and he was always like, he'd always bring France into his assemblies in some way. A Francophile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, um, it, when that World Cup campaign started, obviously like England didn't have a great one, famously, but in, and he'd keep going, when you conduct yourselves in life, conduct yourselves with all the grace and composure of the French team. And their captain, of course, Mr Zinedine Zidane. And every, every assembly, it'd be like, he's going to go on about Zinedine Zidane again. You know, you, uh, go, ar go around the world as if you are Zinedine Zidane with the grace and composure of the French effortless uh, way that he goes about it. He moves with such grace. Every, every move he does is respectful. That's the way you should be. And he's like, always just telling us to be like the respectful, graceful, effortlessly French captain, Zinedine Zidane. And then they got to the final and Zinedine Zidane headbutted. Do you remember this? Of course. I was shocked. I was in Isle of Wight. Because we, we didn't see it on camera live. We saw the replay. Yeah, yeah. And he, because he said, what's his name? Maz, Ma Matarazzi. 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 Mm. He, he said something. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, he said something to Zinedine Zidane and he Zidane turns around and it looks like he's just going to go like, you what, you what? And it's out of nowhere, boom straight in and honestly the next assembly it was just like everybody was like what are you gonna say about Zidane move with the grace and composure of the guy that headbutted on the biggest stage in the final as the captain headbutted a guy that's the first time I've seen someone headbutt someone like the headbutt here 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 like that is strange headbutt like yeah, someone but also, chest. that is gonna hurt, hurt. Yeah. that's gonna wind you <gasps> yeah hundred percent yeah, because you headbutt, you headbutt their head. But he sort of went... On the nose. And walked yeah. off. And just, when he got the red, he didn't even... He just walked off. But it was strange because it was like, was it... Oh, it, it was, yeah, it was... Um, he chipped the keeper, didn't he? He chipped Buffon chipped the penalty. with the penalty. Yeah. 1-0 up. And everyone yeah. was like, whoa, this, this guy's world-class. How can you do a chip in a World Cup final? Yeah. And high then, chip as well, not even like... It was like a high... Yeah. And then like the headbutt, it's like, what? Yeah. That yeah. was like, for me, it was like... I don't know, man, that's like walking into a club and everyone's like, whoa, look at that, what you're wearing and everyone's rating you and then you just, <laughs> boom, hit the deck. Yeah, it was so out of nowhere and mm. it was so sort of the reaction to something that was... Yeah. I mean, I don't know, I still, I still don't know what he said, but mm. the reaction was so like... On that stage as well, you know everybody around the world is watching. Mm. Around the world, <laughs> around the world. What are they called? 
Daft Punk. Daft Punk. They, they got another song. Aren't they French? Daft Punk. One more time. That's it. That's a proper... That's like, a proper... I love them tunes. At the end of the game as well, they yeah. blast that in the stadium. That's a great one. Yeah, that's up there with, like, Freed from Desire, I reckon. Freed from Desire. I reckon everybody's going to talk about One Kiss. Like, one Kiss is all I need. Do you know what I mean? But, but like, is, that's the... now the one that's played at the end of a game. the Scousers right? have adopted that. The Scousers. Yeah. The Scousers. I feel like when the well, Scousers he's a, he's adopted... A, he's a Liverpool fan, Calvin Harris. Oh. Uh, I think that's why. I think that's why. He got on the bus with them. When they won the league, he got on the bus and Man, was like... Calvin like, hates you, know. That, you know? But he's Scottish. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Yeah, it happens should be, sometimes, isn't it? You just pick a yeah. team. He should, yeah. be spin, he should be supporting Air, Aberdeen. Because I uh, expect he's Ugandan and he supports. Yeah. Did you support? I support Burnley. Burnley. Mm. I'm Serbian. I support well, Fulham, Mitrovic. Yeah, mm. But I was going to say, this kit, bro, mm. if you look at it like, physically, like aesthetically, yeah. the aesthetics are pretty cool. I think that's the Adidas. There's a lot going on, isn't there? Yeah, there's a lot going there's on. There's a few waves, there's like a gradient uh -huh. France flag that goes in and out across the chest. But this is it. This goes back to what it's I was saying cute. earlier. Like, we will look at that and go, oh, remember that. It was something. Nobody is going to be having this conversation that we're having right now about that England kit from the Women's Euros this year because it doesn't have a distinctive... Someone might go, iridescent badge, shiny badge. Uh, no. I don't know. Whereas uh. that, you've got the French flag, but it's sort of... It goes it goes down, then up again, right? It's uh, like... I believe this is the Adidas Teamgeist um, moment, 2006, yeah. when all the kits had an interesting template. Um, and it, it was very, it was cool. It was a cool kit. They beat Brazil as well that tournament. I like it. I remember it. it was it was a good nice, kit. nice kit. Yeah, good kit. Amazing. I don't think I'd ever feel less in control if you two were on stage with me. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Why? You've just got a mad energy about you. <laughs> Both of us, aren't yeah. We're nutcases. Yeah. I think if I met you on your own, I'd be like grand. If I met you on your own, grand. But together. Yeah. You're like, you know those two lads in the Muppets? <laughs> That's you two. We're a bit manic. We're yeah. There's yeah. yeah. something wrong. Like, I lie so much. Do you? I, I, I love lying. Why? Because it's just all imagination. Like, my imagination is my reality. Is your name even Specs? It is Specs, yeah. Specs. My real name is Ferdinand, unfortunately. Specs. Even when I tell people my name's Ferdinand. His name's Ferdinand. Like, yeah, Franz Ferdinand. Like Ferdinand. That's my first name. I like the way that you went, like, Franz Ferdinand rather than, like, yeah. real uh, Ferdinand. Or Les. Yeah. Maisie, <laughs> listen, this was amazing. It was brilliant. Thank you for coming on. We're That's serious pleasure. about coming to your show. Oh, no. It's yeah. unfortunate it was... It's Ricky, you might you, be serious. Ricky, I wasn't. Make amazing. sure you, you buy a ticket for the Buzz show. You yeah. Google it um, or buzz.com. Yeah, I guess. MaisieAdam.com. Go with that one. Well, this is one of my favourite episodes, man. I agree. We spoke about Michael Bridges, Alan Smith. Yeah. We didn't speak about Jonathan Woodgate. I used to oh. date her niece, but we'll talk about that next time. Oh, my time. God. Was it a niece or was it her auntie or was it her cousin or was it her sister? <laughs> my dad did his shed in Leeds. <laughs> this is the maddest chat I've ever had. My dad's a builder. <laughs> but you've just Boots. got, like, connections to every, any name. You need to do that, like, you know, that's, is it six degrees of separation where, like, there's everybody in the world you'll be connected What's wild? to? We probably are. Of course. Because six degrees is what? The person you know, not yeah. someone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But with you two, it's always just one. It's just my sister. Or... <laughs> no, no, legit. Think about it. We know yeah. so many people that are yeah. Yeah. sort of like, famous. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're in the middle. Yeah. Always. Always in the middle. We're getting them. We're going to stay there. Thank you. No, thank Maisie, you. Thank you for coming down. <coughs> you have had the best haircut on the show. By far. I think the best chat. By far. We've had Come on. Far. a great yeah. flowing conversation. Yeah. With yeah. a couple meanders to the left and to the right. That's oh, yeah. 
If you enjoyed that, check out some of the other Stripped episodes featuring comedians Tez Ilias, Tom Davis and Doc Brown. We'd love a review, a rating, and if you don't mind, give it a share to your mates as well. Big thanks to classicfootballshirts.co.uk. This was Stripped, brought to you by William Hill. Over 18s only, please gamble responsibly.